Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Coxie? Was. I'm frustrated and I'm not going to do anything about it. Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> because we just had that conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I yeah. think we're both feeling a little frustrated today. I'm frustrated that you didn't put um, yesterday, no, Tuesday's episode up. I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> Except it wasn't your fault. I know, we didn't record one. We were naughty. Yeah. So what what happens when things don't work out and we get frustrated about it and then feel like we can't do anything to like, you know, get retribution. We've got to have we've got to, someone's someone's got to pay for this, Coxie. Well, there's a few options available to you, Warwick. You can rant on a Facebook page or you could <laughs> uh, leave negative reviews or you could yeah. just suck it up and talk to a friend and get over it. <laughs> mm. It's interesting actually because uh uh, g'day, listeners. Hello. Oz and Nick here. We're still here. We're still here. I had a number of messages this morning from listeners. I know. <laughs> like two. Chasing us up. Uh, yeah, but I always know that if we get a message from one or two people that there's probably 10 or 20 thinking the same thing, mm. maybe more. Absolutely. And uh, I would like to unreservedly apologize for not bringing you our daily tradie RonaCast episode on whatever day that was this week that we missed it. <laughs> it was Tuesday and I would echo that apology. I'm very sorry, friends, listeners. It slipped us. Uh, yeah, we we are, well, apparently I'm human, Coxie. You are not. You're a robot. I know. I'm, I'm loath to admit to the fact that I'm human because that means I make mistakes. But, yeah, we, um, I don't know what happened. I think we were busy, we're tired, we're got preoccupied with other things and neither one of us recognised that we didn't have an episode ready for Tuesday. So really sorry. <laughs> it was four o'clock yesterday afternoon and I thought, <laughs> shit, I knew we forgot something today and that was it. But you know what? We were very busy yesterday. We both had really stacked crazy schedules, much like today, which is why you're not going to get this one till after lunchtime either. But yes. that's the way it is sometimes. We're all like that. That's, I'm happy that we're busy. Sorry that mm. that means that your ear holes missed us. We do really apologise. We do care. We do care. <laughs> Especially for people that love us that much. They were upset that we weren't there. That's bloody awesome. And it shows that you're all listening. So that's that's great. And it was really nice to hear that it's been uh, actually quite useful for our mm. listeners. So um, Coxie and I have been talking about ways we can – we can structure this so that everybody uh, gets what they need and, and we can continue to do it um, uh, because, you know, we, we love you all. We love you all. Oh, my as goodness. As Jeff Fennick would have said. But uh, <laughs> some people won't even know who Jeff Fennick was. That's very true, isn't it? We're, we're almost um, out-generationing ourselves. There's a new word <laughs> for you. Uh, is Jeff Fennick still alive? Yeah, I saw him just recently in Brisbane for lunch with somebody who was either a daughter or a very young friend. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yes, in Brisbane. we we He nodded as he walked past <laughs> like I should know who he is. I obviously did, but I don't tend to acknowledge um, 
celebrities. Maybe that was just the uh, the nervous tick that boxers get from being well, nervous could have been too. Too many it might have nothing to do with being wasn't at all. actually nodding at you. <laughs> <laughs> but I can say he has good taste. It's a remarkable restaurant, one of my favourites. Mm. I won't say so, where because people might show up. And that wouldn't be fair. Jeff Fennick aside, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to share a little story. It's story oh, time, listeners. Uh, so just talking about being frustrated, there's a lot of things to be frustrated in the world today with the good old Rona and um, we had it. We had our own little uh, stuff-ups this week with the podcast not going out and I don't know, maybe they're not stuff-ups but oversights. Businesses. Our, uh, yeah. Our, our webinar, our web session, whatever the hell we're calling them, um, this afternoon, actually. Yes. Uh, there might have been a little mistake in the email that went out to the database. Yeah, that one hurt a bit, but yeah, there was a mistake. <laughs> Sorry. And I was particularly frustrated by it. But mm. um, you and I have chatted about it. We talked about our systems and yours and my level of ownership and responsibility around that. So we've talked about how we can perhaps change the way we do things so that doesn't happen in future. The reality is it'll happen again in some way, shape or form. Of course. Um, but I, I, it got me thinking about a recent interaction that <laughs> my beautiful <laughs> wife had and she's probably listening from out in the, the other part of the house because, you know, WFH. Um, <laughs> it, when, the first time I saw that acronym, I thought it was a swear word. I thought it was a sweary acronym. Well, it, it – it's very similar in the shape of the is. letters to the sweary acronym, right? Yeah. All we've got to do is put a T in there and it could be what the flopping heck. Or uh, ordinarily it's WTF, what the fr- flying fruit flies. Um, <laughs> but now it's, um, I've got work to think about this, work from home, WFH. Hmm. So there's just one letter difference and it's moved around a bit. But anyway, I digress. Work from home. So work from home, wifey might hear this and that's okay because we uh, did a we, – we did the right thing and we did a click and collect order for some some clothing for my little girl, my daughter, who we get to see now that we live a lot closer to her mm-hmm. um, across the other side of the country. And uh, instead of going into a very large uh, bargain department store – with all of the other people, um, wifey thought she'd do the right thing, do a click and collect, stay out of the store, just race in, grab the stuff, get out again, minimize the exposure, job done. And <laughs> went into the large <laughs> discount department store to pick up the order and had to walk all the way to the back of the store, which does my head. Oh, what's the point Through of Through the and whole collect? store to the very rearmost corner of the store. So uh gets to the counter and half of the order is ready, despite the notification to say the entire order is ready to be collected. Oh no, I can just imagine <laughs> how stay at home work from home wifey was feeling at that time. Yes. So I'm sitting in the car <laughs> out in the car park wondering WFH is going on. And uh <laughs> about 15 minutes later, wifey comes out. I can see in the rear vision mirror. The steam is She's not in a good way. <laughs> One package under the arm, throws it in the back of the car, huffs into the front of the car and uh, proceeds to, you know, express her frustration with the whole system and the ridiculousness of it all and trying to do the right thing and, 
basically they said um, the other order is ready, but they can't give it to her because it hasn't been processed. And she's like, I'm standing oh, here in front of you. Surely it's out the back behind that magical door there. Couldn't you just go have a look and get it? And that was met with a, no, sorry, it hasn't been processed while standing and looking at the computer screen. Oh, so, goodness. <clears throat> that resulted in a whole bunch of frustration. It gets better, Coxie. We left said department store on the way to pick up my daughter, got about seven minutes up the <gasps> road, and a text message comes through to say, your order <sighs> is ready for collection. <laughs> oh, man, that is so frustrating. I said, uh, shall we turn around? <laughs> No. So we went back and got the rest of the order because we didn't want to have to go back again yes. into the city. It's like a half hour drive and blah, blah. But it it sort of illustrated that whole, well, what do you do? You get frustrated and what do you do? Take it out on the 19-year-old chick mm. at, the, at the service point or do you send an email to management? Um, clearly they're going to read it and act on it straight away. Because <laughs> they've got nothing else to do. Oops, sorry, my sarcasm font was stuck on. Uh, and I guess we're, a lot of us are faced with these sorts of scenarios lately where we don't get heard. You know, I still have no reliable internet because I'm just going to name them because Telstra sucks balls mm. and just cannot help me. They're, they're basically just, they've disconnected me as a customer. But guess what? That hasn't gotten through to the billing department because I'm still getting bills for the internet that I don't have. So um, what do I do? You know, who do I talk to? No one can help me. I send an email. I'll, I'll give them a one-star review. I don't think that's going to do much. So I guess it, it just got me thinking, well, we've got to find other ways to deal with these scenarios that are, I guess, met with a bit of a dead end, Coxie. Often they're met with a dead end, I think, Warwick. I think many complaints go unheard or, or onto a very uh, plastic face, may I say, nodding. <laughs> yep. Okay, thank you. I've taken notice of your complaint yeah, and I'm thank not going to do feedback. anything about it at all. We appreciate your response and we're going to delete <laughs> it like all of the others. Yeah. Well, I, and I think that's ordinary, but sometimes I suppose that makes the giver of said constructive feedback feel a little better. But at what point do you pull back? At what point is it actually not going to help you? Clearly the business yeah. isn't going to lessen or you wouldn't think many do. I'd love to hear some stories about businesses that did take your feedback mm. on board. If you've got some, please share them. That would be a really <laughs> positive story. We'd love to Virgin's talk about that. responding to any, uh, oh, any my customer Lord. feedback at the moment. I don't think Virgin knows what to do. <laughs> We're just going to go and hide for a bit and Dear we'll figure it out dear. later. We're but just yeah. going to go into administration and run away. Oh. <sighs> <sighs> It's a big thing. Approach. No, please um, don't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I wonder if there's some good examples out there because it seems to me, Coxie, just in my personal observation, that big companies suck at dealing with dissatisfied customers. As, as a general rule, I feel like they're really shit at handling poor customer experiences where it's justified, you know, where they really have screwed up. And and um, you know, disadvantage someone or or given a really poor experience, it's like it just falls on deaf ears mm. these days. They you wouldn't be referring to Telstra banks, yes, those yes. kind of 
I was going to say large, a bunch more, but I'm not going stores, to. Stores, um, mm. large grocery companies, mm. uh, large airlines, large transport companies. It seems to be a thing of size. Like so do our you think listeners, it, yeah, sorry, you go. Do you think it's because they feel like they have a monopoly on said industry that they don't well, need don't to tend to those complaints? I don't know if it's if it's conscious and malicious or deliberate, or if it's just a function of the fact they've got so big. There's just so many people and so many systems that even if someone did care, they just don't have a way of showing that to a human being. I think you're giving them a lot of credit there, Warwick. (laughs) You think they just deliberately blow us off because it's too hard? I don't think that they need to fix set issues or customer satisfaction because – they don't need to. There's not enough of us standing up at once saying this is unsatisfactory. And until they mm. feel some kind of pressure to motivate them to then feel as though they need to make change or even just listen to said complaints, I can't imagine anything's going to change. So you think it's the whole, well, they continue to get away with it, so why do anything about it? I just don't – I don't know that I'd make it as – concise as that i'd say i don't think they're being driven to find solutions for the problem yet because they don't need to pretty well there's not enough of us belly aching all at once and it <sighs> won't happen because we rely on their services well see i this is what this is oh <laughs> maybe this is why we didn't release an episode the other day because all i wanted to do was complain about stuff again but uh no that's not true i'm not complaining i i i just want to raise some issues that I'm vexed about. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I have been voting with my dollars lately mm. um, because of that scenario. I'm, so wifey and I are consciously choosing to shop with and support businesses that give a shit and take our money away from just unconsciously supporting those large companies who, based on personal experience at least, don't appear to give a stuff. Mm. And you know what? It feels really good. It does feel good. Um, but I got- <laughs> I just don't know if it's going to make a difference, Coxie. I'll let you speak in a second. Um, hang on. I just got to get my stepladder and climb down off my enormous <laughs> soapbox. <laughs> um, I worry that it – it's just not going to make a difference and I'd like to make a difference. I feel like it should make a difference, but I I feel like most times I go vote with my dollars and I'm one person out of 20 million that's choosing to shop locally with a small producer or supplier or whatever and I might as well go throw acorns at a bison. You know what? I don't think it makes a big difference to the big corporations, but does it make a difference to you and does it make a difference to that smaller provider that you are obtaining service or product from? Mm. Yes. The answer to that is yes. <laughs> did you just tell me what my answer should be? Or? Yes, I did. Well, right. It's true. <laughs> it does you. make a difference to you though, don't you? Because you walk away feeling better because you have voted with your dollars. You've spent with somebody that you feel deserves your money to be spent there and it's your hard-earned money, you should be spending it where you want to spend it. And particularly Mm. where it's a small producer or a small service provider, they rely on your dollar. So you are making a big difference. And sure, I don't think those big corporations we spoke about are necessarily going to feel the absence of your dollar, 
unless you win lotto and and maybe then they'll be scratching their heads thinking, well, where did that money go? But Mm. I I don't think to them it will matter, but I think to you it matters and I think to the people that you are spending your money with it matters. Thanks for the therapy session, Coxie. You're welcome. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it's it's a great point because a lot of us go around feeling very frustrated with – the majors, you know, the multinationals, the big corporates. And I think a lot of us feel like we can't impact or influence what's going on there as far as the way customers are treated, pricing. You know, interesting to see that uh, there's not a lot of discounting going on with the major retailers at the moment. You're only pressing my buttons because you know (laughs) that I'll rant and make you look normal. Uh, But uh, I, I do see... A fair bit of this with consumers that you know people are feeling disgruntled, but then mm. they don't feel like there's a way to direct that that's going to make change. And exactly as you say, you know, I shop with a small local grocery store. We literally had a conversation with the guy that owns the store the other day. Isn't that the coolest? Yeah, and he was he was literally grateful for our patronage. You know, he was. He was chatty and friendly. He wasn't standing behind Perspex sneeze glass. <laughs> um, he didn't chase us out of the store because we didn't sanitize our hands 17 times. Uh, you know, we still do the social distancing and there's tape on the floor and there's arrows telling you which aisles to go up and down and all that stuff. And that's cool. I get it. Um, but he still had a chat and he gave a shit and mm. he actually thanked us for, for shopping locally. So haven't uh, you just answered your question? Yeah, I was answering it for everybody else, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> 17 mean minutes a lot. of therapy for was. <laughs> there you are. But you obviously mean a lot to that business owner. And I know I'm grateful for every member we have sign up. That's really important to us. But it means oh, many things, just right? Chuck I know. The crap out of that. That's a couple of times today. Yes, for Holy me. Holy moly. I've been <laughs> usurped by Nicole Cox. About time Cocky stepped kids? up to the plate. <laughs> Now, how come you're allowed to use that and I'm not? Only because I'm teasing you with it. Because you're being cocky. I am being cocky. Well done. You get that one. That one's free. I do feel better because I gave old mate that used to work for a large green grocery retailer. Green is the colour of their logo. Um, (laughs) And now has his own independent store, 20 minutes from my house. He has a fantastic range of products. Uh, I could buy as much toilet paper as I wanted. And um, it was an altogether pleasant experience. So I'll be doing that again. I love Thank that. You very much. I love it. Mm. it. And it's no different than many of us choose to shop at markets when we're allowed to shop at markets because we don't obviously follow social distancing laws when we're at mm. markets, according to all the photos we saw a few weeks back. But I shop at but- markets in the hope of connecting with the actual grower. I want to yes. make that connection with them. I want to understand where my food is coming from. I want my dollars to go into your bank account, not the big green person's bank account, <laughs> so that they can distill it and give you a little snippet of what I should be paying. Yeah. I want yeah. to connect with the person that grew the cow or has the chickens that they put to bed every night so they can lay me some yummy eggs. I want to deal mm. with those people. I don't want to deal with the surly teenager in the supermarket. Sorry to all the surly teenagers in the supermarket. <laughs> You know, probably hate working there because of the big green or red brand that doesn't give a shit about them either. True. And customers can be very unpleasant. (laughs) Speaking from recent experience, observing some poor little girl get absolutely 
trumped over for not allowing a client to have two, three packets of noodles or something. I don't know. The poor girl just got absolutely hammered. But that's that's kind of – I wonder if that's symptomatic of that same thing, Coxie, where yes. we feel like we're not being heard by the companies that we actually keep in business. I agree. There you are. So I said it on the, the moral, podcast. I agree. The mo- <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What was that? You agree with was? No, I'm done now. Oh, damn. <laughs> I should have recorded it. Oh, I did. Look at that. Uh, it's, in the, it's in the interwebs forever now, Coxie. It is. That one time. The one time. Um, I guess there's a bit of a cautionary tale in there. The moral of the story is mm-hmm. don't be like those big companies in your business, listeners. Mm, Even by accident. Yes. I think, I think it's easy to forget yes. to thank our customers and – I know I've made more of a point of it lately because at a time like this, I I appreciate your ear holes, listeners, even more than I did before. And and I'm not always the best at showing that appreciation and saying thank you and warmly expressing gratitude to people because we're all busy and we forget and we get very focused on what's in front of our own noses and what's going mm-hmm. on in our own lives. And sometimes I think a simple thank you or, hey, we're really sorry about that. Like that that would have made wifey feel so much better and more heard. Yes. If someone had said, Hey, look, so sorry. Um, can we, you know, let you know as soon as the other one's ready? And they don't have to give you free stuff even. They just gotta say sorry and thank you for your patience. It's been really tough and I'm having such a bad day and just put some tears <laughs> in there and everything's okay. But uh, people won't say sorry anymore. So say sorry and thank no. you. They're just two words that I think make a massive difference. They're incredibly powerful. You do feel really acknowledged when somebody says, I'm sorry this has happened. I'm not actually yeah. taking responsibility for making the mistake, me personally, but I am yeah. very sorry you're in this situation and I'm sorry that's happened to you. I'd love to work with you to fix it. It's it's almost as though we're so afraid of taking responsibility and therefore liability that people are just unwilling to say a simple, I'm so sorry that's happened. It's unfortunately true. So, so we're sorry that we didn't put up yesterday's podcast. And, and thank we're you sorry. For, for letting us know. <laughs> <laughs> and Coxie promises that it'll never happen again. I'll try. I actually, see, I'm sorry. I can't be perfect. It will happen again. But I promise to hear you when you're frustrated with me. Yeah. I'll, I'll work on it and we'll have a look at our systems and we'll blame someone else and then it'll be all good. <laughs> actually, don't do that last bit. That's really shit. <laughs> no. Just promise to work anyway. on making it better. I, I'm actually sense. really glad to be back doing the Daily Trady Rona cast. Uh, I love them. They are like a therapy session. Yeah, it, it is a lot of work and it's been really cool. Um, and mm. it's been really nice to get the feedback that people are enjoying the daily episodes versus the once or twice a week. So, um, yeah, that's that's great. Thank you for the feedback. Now, on feedback, Coxie. Have we, we had any reviews? No. Oh. No, that's been an epic fail. I thought people <laughs> liked us. They'll remind us that we haven't put out an episode, but they don't give us a review. <laughs> Please give us a review. So I'm double checking again. I did check earlier. Um, I'm going to have another look. I'm looking on Facebook and no. 
triple E certain to see if anyone's given us a review. I can say we got some beautiful testimonials this week. One from Renata from Devo Designs. I mm. hope I got that business Devo name right. Devo, <laughs> Devo. Well, take your pick. Uh, landscapers in where are they? Warwick, help me. New South Wales, Northern Beaches, Central Coast, Central Northern Coast. Beaches. Something like that. And another one from the beautiful Renee at Black Butt Plumbing. Um, some fantastic reviews. So keep your ears peeled, eyes peeled for those. They will be um, hitting the interweb soon. So the, the challenge is, listeners, give us a review on iTunes uh, because it makes a big difference to whether we get found by other people like you. So if you've gotten anything at all out of this podcast, not today's one because it was probably pretty ordinary, but anything at all out of the entire show, like we're talking 200 plus episodes, would it be worth helping another tradie in business finding us? And if so, please give us an iTunes review especially because it does help lift our ranking um, and get us ahead of all those weird crime podcasts that everyone's addicted to at the moment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but it does help people find us. It gives us really good feedback and um, it just makes us feel good about ourselves. So I will personally read out, maybe this is why no one's doing a review, Coxie. They don't want you to read I'm it out because they really want to say they don't like you, Warwick. <laughs> so I promise not to read it. <laughs> Um, But the best one or the most creative one or whatever one we pick, we'll get some free merch when we can find the person who's doing our merch and uh, get Australia Post to figure out how to send it to us in less than four weeks. That would be nice. But we will get you some merch. (laughs) I promise. We will. Even if I have to hand draw a Tradies and Business logo on an old white T-shirt for you. Oh, goodness. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. Or I'll autograph a shirt. There you go. I'll sign a shirt. And that's why they won't leave any reviews. <laughs> okay, Coxie will sign a shirt. Anyway, whatever. You tell us what you want. Just give us a damn review, will you? <laughs> Please. Anyway, uh, great to have you here. Nice to be back on the Daily Trailer. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Your system's fine. The Daily Tradie Rona cast. <laughs> and uh, we'll come back to your ear holes tomorrow. We will. Thank you, like you for being not. here. Chew. <laughs> You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.